0: Welcome back. I'm here today with Mark Stidham. He is the CEO of rowe It's a uh, it's a, a clothing company that has been really taking a storm and life of its own. And Mark, welcome to today's show.
1: Thank you very much. Happy to be here.
0: So, uh, for the listeners, can we start with uh, you know what what brought you up to this point in life? How did you get here? Your your path?
1: Well. That's a long story so we'll cut to the chase, parts of it. Uh, I grew up, uh, my dad was a contractor and so very early in life I knew that that's what I wanted to do. I, uh, I enjoyed construction, I enjoyed building things, I enjoyed uh, the reality of, of seeing fast results for, for my efforts. I also enjoyed the physicality of the work and being outdoors and so I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I, uh, I was a contractor for most of my adult life.
0: And uh, and so when you started out in the uh, cement industry, uh, what whatever whatever caused you to switch over and become the CEO of this new company here?
1: <laughs> well, it uh, started with my wife, and uh, she had been doing in-home parties with little girls' clothing, and doing uh, she would do that twice a year, and so. It was very seasonal. She would sell little girls dresses before Easter and before the Christmas holiday, mostly in the Mormon communities in Arizona and Nevada and Utah, uh, because they tend to wear fancy dresses to church. And so uh, every little girl wants a new dress for the holidays. And so she had a, a an avenue to get dresses in, in LA that she could take and, and do those sales twice a year. Uh, she began to uh, uh, That business started to fall off a little bit because the people she was working with got the contracts with Costco. And so uh, all at once, what had been boutique dresses and kind of high end became a lot more of a commodity. And so she was kind of looking for something else to do. And one of our daughters approached her and said, Hey mom, could you make me a maxi skirt? and uh, of course Deanne's response to that was why don't you go buy one you know I don't have time to be sewing skirts Um, but Nicole said no mom I'm tall and and I need it to be long and it needs to dust the floor and and she described the skirt she wanted and so uh, Deanne went ahead and and, uh, cut out a skirt on the kitchen table and sewed it on their little home machine for for our daughter Nicole well Nicole started wearing the skirt and her friends started saying oh my gosh I love that skirt where did you get it She said, well, my mom made it. Do you think she'd make me one? So all at once she had orders for like 45 or 50 skirts and she started on the kitchen table and then she said, this is ridiculous. So we looked around a little bit and found a, a little sewing shop that said they could produce those for her. Um, that was the start of it. And uh, uh, she ended up going out and doing in home parties with the skirt, just the skirt, the maxi skirt. Between August and uh, December of 2012, she sold over 20,000 maxi skirts in home parties. Uh, and so, uh, by that time, I looked at it and I said, honey, there's there's something here, you know. Um, and her, her business had always been a real blessing in our lives because it, it provided that little extra cash money for doing the fun things. So if we went to a family reunion, and we were in a motorhome instead of a tent. It was probably her money that was paying for that motorhome. And uh, so we we actually sat down and we said, "This has been such a blessing to have this little business of yours in our lives." There's got to be other people who would appreciate that same blessing. And so she began to talk to some of the people, some of the hostesses for her parties and some of her customers and just ask them if they would be interested. And of course, several of them were. And uh, so that's where it started. We figured out, okay, this is what we can do to, for them to sell the product. This is what we could sell it to them for. Did a little quick math. She actually called me the first time and she was at a party and there was a, a, a girl who wanted to sell for her. And so she called me and she said, what should I do? So I, I was actually on the law, on the job site. I took a lumber crayon on a concrete form and did some quick calculations and said, you could sell it for this and we'll be okay. And she'll be okay. She'll be able to make some money and, and we'll make money. And that was the start of this whole LuLaRoe thing.
0: You know, it's interesting. How, how many years has this been underway now?
1: We actually incorporated, uh, opened our bank account on uh, May 1st of 2013, so just over three years now.
0: Over three years, and uh, you know, for, for the growth you've had tremendous growth, and uh, you know, units shipped a month is roughly, or shipped a day is roughly about what?
1: So right now we're shipping about 350,000 units a day. And growing. And growing.
0: Uh, that that, that kind of gives perspective what happened from the kitchen table to yeah. today, so I'm visiting here today with Mark Stidham, he's the CEO in, of um, L- LaRoe. and uh, Mark, I need to take a quick break and we'll be right back after these messages. I love fishing, you know, with my family. I think it would be easier to use a net. It was so much fun. The times when we are together, it makes it all, all the more worth it. Having dad teach them how to like cast a fly rod, and as long as we're doing stuff together, we're having fun. Some people see a father and a son fishing together, while others see a succession plan. Welcome back. I've been visiting with Mark Stitham. He is the CEO of Lou Laroe and uh, and and before the break we just we ended with uh, you know how many units you've grown to in the little over 3 years 350,000 a day but i got to roll back cuz how did this thing start with uh, you know you, you're at the kitchen table you got family you're you're trying to balance this thing in the house or
1: yeah so you know it's interesting because what actually started happening was uh, Deanne would call me and I I was working in in West LA as a contractor and she'd say I need you to pick up some more fabric you know on your way home can you just go through LA and get me some fabric so there I am in my utility bed pickup with the lumber rack on it down in the fabric district filling it up with rolls of fabric and taking it down to our sewer and uh, in the beginning we just shipped out of the house and in fact I remember the first boxes we actually took to the UPS store and shipped them out and then it got to where we could Actually, have UPS pick up for us, and uh, and we started and we put some of the product out in the garage. We kicked the cars out and and put some shelves out there, and we thought that was pretty amazing. And and the next thing you know, we were in one of the bedrooms upstairs, and then we were in two of the bedrooms upstairs, and then we were in the living room and we pushed the furniture all up against the wall. Had stacks of dresses or skirts and bags in there. We got to a place where the only room in the house was our bedroom and the kitchen that wasn't full of product, and uh, and about. About the time I figured we needed a warehouse, my homeowners association also suggested that I get a warehouse, and so we moved out into about 4,4200 4, square feet, and we thought that was a big deal. And three months later, we moved into 6,700 square feet. And then we made that one last for almost a year, which was pretty amazing. And uh, we did a lot of work out of that. We moved from there into 37,000 square feet. And we, as we went into that warehouse, we talked about, well, we'll put a basketball hoop over here and we'll have a play area for kids over here. That didn't happen. We filled that warehouse up very quickly. We were there for about eight months. We still operate out of that building, but some of our specialized packaging goes out of there. Um, And then we, we, moved into 127,000 square feet uh, and that was in January of this year and we've now we're busting at the seams there we got product in the parking lot and looking to move into a bigger building so it's it's been the, the the growth itself has pressed us every time to just look for that bigger space and I wish I was bold enough to look for the space that we really need and you know I always pull back a little bit and I think well that's Crazy. And, you know, when we walked into the 127,000 square feet, that's over three acres under a roof. And you look at that and you just think, how are we ever going to fill this thing up? Well, we did. So. You
0: know, it's amazing, this the, the exponential growth at what it is and the fact that that primarily you and your wife are still running this business. Uh, you know, I have a friend that actually became a consultant, it took her three months Three months to go through the process I'm just curious how many consultants do you have out there so right,
1: right now? now we have about uh, and it's changing every day so this is a rough guess but around 20 between 23 and 24,000 right now and uh, uh, but we also have a queue of people that are waiting to get in uh, of probably about 16 to 18,000 in the queue and so uh, but we're, we're moving as fast as we can to bring them in.
0: This is amazing. I'm visiting here today with Mark Stidham. He's the CEO of Lou LaRoe. We need to take a quick break and we'll be right back after these messages. you Can't take your wealth with you, spend time with your family. Welcome back. I'm busy here today with Mark Stinham, he's the CEO of Blue the Row and uh, exponential growth, absolutely, up to uh, you know, moving from your kitchen table and you know, you have a three-acre warehouse right now, and you're still busting at the seams. Uh, you know, twenty-three thousand, twenty-four thousand consultants. And Mark, I want to swing back though and, and roll all this back because you know, a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs have this dream of, you know, the you know, going from little to big. Uh, yeah, they have a vision that they want to set through, but in the process of doing this, uh, did you ever envision the growth that you'd see?
1: you know i i love numbers and i would do math early on and and then that math would scare me and i'd think well now, that's crazy talk you know to think that it would do that and those numbers were a lot more conservative than what we've done and so uh, i sat down in the beginning with a with one of my consultants with a, an external consultant and we we put some spreadsheets together and put some projections together and i hoped that we might do 100 million dollars in our what what I consider our third full calendar year of business, uh, which would be actually uh, 2016. And, uh, uh, it would have been this year, yeah. And uh, we're on track to do probably more than ten times that. And when I put those projections on paper, I thought they were wildly optimistic. I, I I thought we might be able to do it, but I didn't. I certainly didn't, you know, tell everybody in the world, hey, this is what we're going to do. Um, and uh, the growth has has come. Uh, it's a surprise to me, quite honestly.
0: As you work through, it, and I imagine this has to be a challenge, yeah, ten times what you projected. Uh, you know, how much is the technology playing into this, and the business processes, and and I imagine you have to be redefining everything very quickly.
1: Yeah, we joke about our our uh, our month is everybody else's year, uh, because we we've actually seen 25% growth month over month for the last 24 months. Uh, not exactly that but if you add them all up and take the average we're, we're averaging 25% month over month and and you know having come from business I understand most companies would kill to have that kind of growth year over year and so uh, business processes have been a challenge because uh, uh, things that we were able to do easily at a smaller scale become more and more complicated when we were small we came to work every day and everybody just grabbed a hat and went to work and as as it gets bigger you need people that are more specialized and people that understand uh, their lane better and become uh, the processes the structure becomes more more important than uh, you know when it was just a small family business we all just kind of rolled up our sleeves and did what needed to be done but
0: then when you look at when you look at everything and you're looking back your wife is still extremely involved with what goes on Uh, what, what would you say that you know, you envision that in the next three to five years, how big do you want this thing to go?
1: Um, you know, and again, I'm, a, I'm an absolute realist and I'm a, I, I really don't like, uh, I, I, I'm not a fan of hyperbole, but I really feel that uh, we have the potential to become one of the largest direct sales companies in the world uh we have a product that people love we have a product that people want and need and it's uh the price point is very affordable so we have comfortable modest fashionable affordable clothing Uh, i don't see that going away anytime soon and so uh, our challenge is to Continue to refine the the supply chain and the delivery processes and uh, And to help the people that have come in and are are consultants for us to, to help them to understand business and for them To be successful in business,
0: you know you, you hit on something very important because you're putting it It's about the other people coming in and helping them to make money uh, As those consultants come through do you have a process that you train them on and how to how to be effective in helping them to make money in their business process?
1: We have ongoing training processes and we use uh, the people who have come before them that are in the business uh, to, do, to implement a lot of that training. But that's always a challenge as the company grows. How do you make sure the water gets all the way to the end of the row is a conversation we often have. How do we know that that last person in feels as important and appreciated and loved as the first people in felt? And so uh, we're definitely working on those processes and continually refining them.
0: And then typically for a home consultant, you know, is it a one-time deal or are they doing repetitive orders with you?
1: Yeah, we have an incredible retention rate in our business. Uh, last month over 90% of everybody who had ever ordered product from us ordered last month. And so uh, we our goal is to develop small businesses. We really see ourselves. If you ask me to define my business, what, what are we trying to be great at? We're trying to be the best small business incubator in the world. We want to help people who have not had experience as entrepreneurs or haven't owned their own businesses to have a safe place where they can begin to develop that skill set. And if they take that skill set and go out and do something even bigger and better, I'm all for it. I'm a fan of that. We want to give them that that comfort level and that confidence that says, hey, I can do things besides what I thought I could do last week. I know more about myself. I know who I am. I know what I can accomplish. Um, I believe that, that the biggest source of untapped potential in the whole world is in people. And, uh, you know, when you leverage that undeveloped potential, uh, there's there's great things that can happen.
0: So I'm sure that the, the listeners are thinking, how do I get on board? And you're probably <laughs> saying, wait a minute, we got so many coming in. But, but if a person wants to be a consultant, how would they go about reaching you.
1: So you can go on our website and then we have a consultant map on our website and so you could look and see uh, who's close to you and reach out to that consultant uh, talk to them about it see if you're a good fit see if it's something that you would really be interested in and see if it's something that you would feel comfortable doing and, and if so we'd love to have you.
0: You know Mark it's been a pleasure having you here today and uh, so for the listeners your website is where?
1: It's uh, lularoe.com.
0: <laughs> Lularoe, that's L U
1: L A R O com.
0: Mark, thanks for being on today's show. Yeah. Thank you. We've been talking with Mark Stidham. He is the CEO of uh, Lularoe, a quick, fast grown company disrupting the retail market for, for home marketing, And uh, we'll be right back after these messages.